Well, what the hell is going on in the Middle East? And it's been going on for a long, long time, thousands of years, as a matter of fact, but things seem to be going to a point at the moment. You have an anti-ship missile that's that's been destroyed in, in Yemen, according to the US Central Command, CENTCOM. CENTCOM says its forces conducted a strike in self-defence against a Houthi anti-ship cruise missile. The missile in question, according to the US military, was prepared to launch against ships in the Red Sea and US forces determined it presented as a threat. So who is Houthi? Who are the Houthis? Well, they were founded by a bloke called Muhammad Ali al-Houthi. And they come from Yemen, right down the very, very bottom of Yemen. And just around the corner, you've got Saudi Arabia in the middle, around the corner, you've got the Red Sea. And ships are now being targeted in the Red Sea, which is going to destroy the world's shipping. The reclusive Abdul Malik Al-Houthi, spelled H-O-U-T-H-I, is now the driving force behind this growing military might. And in recent years, foreign envoys granted a rare audience have only ever seen him and only ever seen him on screen. He's elusive. He's the brother of Muhammad Al-Houthi, who started this Houthi movement. To explain it all, Dr. Keith Suter joins us on the telephone, expert in foreign affairs, uh, managing director of the Global Directions Think Tank. Dr. Keith, good morning to you. Good morning. Boy, oh boy, the Middle East, what a mess. I mean, it's, it's never been ideal, but I can't remember it in my lifetime being this explosive. And, you know, it's a real powder keg, isn't it, Keith? And there are so many people running around with lit matches. It is. And the problem is that this is a failure of Biden's foreign policy. So we go back to October 7th. Right. That's when you get the Hamas attack on the Israelis within the Gaza Strip. So we start off in Israel with the attack on the Gaza Strip. Um, the United States have come in very solidly on the side of uh, the Israelis. Now, one group that disapproves of what all the groups really that we're going to talk about this evening and this morning are linked ultimately back to Iran in one way or another. Mm. So in the um, Gaza Strip, um, the group is Hamas. Mm. So they are the ones who are fighting the Israelis and the Israelis have not yet beaten them. Remember, this has dragged on now for mm. three months and the Israelis have still not succeeded in their operation in Gaza. So Can I ask you, do you think the Israelis are going softer than they'd like because of the hostages? Um, they are certainly restricted as to what they can do when they're attacking in the tunnels, absolutely. Because yep. that's where the hostages will be kept. Yep. And they don't want to kill the hostages in the act of trying to save them. Um, yep. So, it, But it's very difficult for the Israelis to win in Gaza, right? So that, that's one conflict. Mm -hmm. And then, um, a, completely separately, you get a group called the Houthis, who previously were not terribly well known. They had um, come to power or, or did the fighting against uh, the government in Yemen and killed the president in Yemen. And this is a struggle that's gone on for about a decade. And it's between um, Iran and basically Saudi Arabia. So the Saudis supported the government that was overthrown. Um, 
And the Houthis have suddenly flared up in their violence and they're attacking the international shipping mm. going past their strip of coastline on the Red Sea. Now, where are the Houthis located? I'm, I'm trying to draw a map. <laughs> they're right at the bottom of the Saudi Arabian Peninsula. Uh-huh. So you can see how this um, uh, cancer, if you like, is sort of spreading throughout the Middle East. So mm. we're now at the bottom of the Arabian Peninsula. Um, the Houthis have started to attack international shipping. Um, the Americans and the British have uh, started to attack the Houthis. And suddenly the Houthis, previously not very well known outside that immediate part of the Middle East, and now these international separate celebrities, they're being seen to be supporting the Palestinians being attacked by the Israelis well to the north, and they are willing to stand up to the hammering they're receiving yep from the Americans and the British. Um, and that struggle continues. They're not going to back down. Even though the Americans periodically conduct, and the British conduct raids against them, as they've done in the last few hours, the Houthis are just going to continue on fighting. Then, uh, towards the end of last week, we had three young Americans killed in uh, Jordan, at the northeast corner of Jordan, mm. um, near what they called Tower 22, um, and this was done by one of the groups based um, in Iraq. So we're, we're now sort of casting the ge- geographical net now to the east. So this group um, killed three, the three Americans. There have been over 100 attacks on American bases in Iraq and Syria since the Hamas began its terrorist attack on the 7th of October. But this is the first time they've actually managed to kill any Americans, and they killed three in in one go. Um, And the Americans have had to respond. Biden keeps saying he doesn't want the war to spread, but it clearly is. Mm. Um, And now we've seen, uh, again, in the last few hours, the Americans having to start bombing um, Iraq and Syria in retaliation. Mm. We all know the real problem is in Iran, And Biden is under great pressure from the Republicans who are saying, look, just attack Iran, get it over and done with. Mm. Don't keep fiddling around the edges. Mm. So we see, therefore, that the the war that began on the Gaza Strip on the 7th of October now also manages to inflame the governments of Syria and Iraq. Mm. Um, And and so this is the... situation is getting worse and worse. As you say, it's the worst situation we've probably had for a half a century you, in the Middle East. It's an extremely dangerous situation indeed. Now, everybody keeps saying we don't want the war to spread, we don't have a major conflict on our hands, but at the same time, nobody wants to be seen to be backing down either. And so you do get these tit-for-tat raids being carried out. So we have to see how Iran is going to react to the attacks by the Americans on Iraq and Syria for the reprisals for the death of the three young Americans. See, when you look, folks, I I urge you just to get a map of what Dr. Keith is talking about because, so you've got Iraq, uh, joining Iraq is Iran. You come down, Amman, Yemen. You've, You've got the Persian Gulf. And then over the other side of Saudi Arabia, you've got the Red Sea. Yep. This must be making Saudi Arabia very nervous, Keith. Oh, it is. And it's making all the dynastic rulers very nervous. The Houthis 
um, don't approve of dynastic rulers. And, and the great fear is that the example of the Houthis bravely standing up to the Americans uh, will then be copied by other groups. Uh, for example, in the eastern side of Saudi Arabia, which is where the oil is, that's also where you've got a number of Shia rebels who are being inspired by the Iranians to rebel. So we could see um, <sighs> rebellions beginning in the oil fields yes. of Saudi Arabia. Now, that's not a worry for the Americans. The Americans don't rely on the Middle East for oil. That's not a problem for the Americans. But it is a problem for us. It's a problem we for do us. rely on that oil. <laughs> it's a big, big problem for us. Dr. Keith Suter is with us. Um, Dr. Keith, can you quickly tell us who is Muhammad Ali al-Houthi? Well, the, the original Mr. Houthi, who is long since dead, um, was um, uh, one of the, um, I, I would say, um, uh, hotheads uh, behind a lot of the rebellions. Um, and, you know, like a lot of these people, they, they perished. Um, so the Houthi movement is named in his honour. Um, and so um, the, the, there's just a, a group that began as part of the Yemeni revolution around 2011. Um, and the original Houthi, Mr. Houthi, whatever his name would be, uh, he, he perished mm. around that time. All right. Um, so you've got Abdul Malik al-Houthi, who is the... Who's drum, the brother. Who's the brother. So he's got the leadership of it. He's taken yep. over from his dead brother. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Dr. Keith, thank you once again for the lesson. Um, really appreciate it. Um, we'll see you on sunrise soon, eh? Absolutely. Pro yep. Probably today. In fact, why don't you just get one of those camp beds and park it under the desk? <laughs> and sleep at the studio. Sleep yeah. in May as well. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's, it's, it's actually a sad thing that you are needed uh, so often today, isn't it? It is. And it's a reflection of just how dangerous the Middle East situation is. This is the... The problem. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a really risky situation indeed. It is indeed. All right. Um, you and I will talk later this week, maybe about Ukraine, maybe about Donald Trump, maybe about this again. I don't know. Keith, you set the agenda. I'll sit and listen. All right. Okay. Thanks very much, Luke. Dr. Keith Souter, expert on international affairs, here on The Night Shift on Triple M.